You ready to shine a light on mental health? Give me your keep going moment. I owed it to myself to finish the story. I was blown away. You feel it in your chest when he starts talking about his story. He had every opportunity to give it up. There's a brick wall in front of him. He just runs through it. That keep going moment. My keep going moment. That's my keep going moment. Let's keep going. Welcome, team, to episode 19 of the Keep Going Podcast. Athletes shine a light on mental health. This is Luke Weed in Knoxville, Tennessee. Super happy to be here with Patrick O'Malley. What's up, baby? Not in Chi-Town. Hey, no more Chi-Town. It's uh, it's a (laughs) bittersweet time for me. Um, Moving out closer to my girl and her family out in Roscoe, Illinois. So super blessed. Know the area well and uh, happy to be here with you, Luke. I know you're battling strep throat, man. You're a warrior, brother. Honestly, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this until about an hour ago. So, feel it. We took we took a turn for the better about an hour ago, and we're getting it in, you know. <laughs> exactly, man. And anytime you got a guy like Cam coming on, we got to show out. We got to go 100. percent So that's super right. Super excited. Uh, Louisville baseball stand up. Snyder and the boys stand up. So super excited for that. Luke, before we go into anything, um, I definitely want to touch on last week, man. How'd you feel about last week's episode? Dude, AB absolutely killed it. Uh, it was one of those. She has so many nuggets to drop. We got into some action even before we went through the early life, high school, and and all of that. So, man, I'm just super proud of AB for coming on and telling her story. First volleyball no, player, right? No doubt. What's up? First volleyball, right? First volleyball, man, and she crushed it, man. And just like her playing career, volleyball, basketball, she brought her A game. So many good nuggets if you haven't listened to that already. I'm also going to shout out AB's network, you know, on Instagram at the KG podcast. We got the blog going now. They were super, super proactive on there. Lots of listens, lots of love. So we appreciated AB and her nuggets and all of her people as well. It's awesome. But Luke, we're not specialists by any means. Oh man, we're not psychologists. We're not psychiatrists. Just a couple of ex-athletes trying to help out some current athletes. You know, that's what it's about for us. Impact one person and you impact another person. That's it, man. That's the dream. And that's why we're here coming up on 20 episodes crazy stuff Dude. to think about but Luke I know you've been battling strep throat man you're a warrior this is a Jude, uh, Jordan flu game in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> tell me what yeah. you did for your mental and your physical this week my man Dude, I just tried to stay alive this week honestly it was just one of those grinded out weeks um it actually started off as a great week because on Monday uh Monday or Tuesday I forget whenever I text you I found out that I'm gonna be coaching for the Maryville College uh, men's and women's team their goalkeeper coach next year on top of teaching congrats so, to the boy congrats to the yeah. boy so super excited to get back into college coaching um on a part-time basis next year and a way to unpack my alma mater so that's gonna be super fun no doubt man well congrats on the position again man i know it's a big deal i know it's a big thing that fills up your cup man coaching yeah not only the men's but the women's and you're back at it man to go with teaching and with the pod you're a busy man Luke. but you get it done man <laughs> Hey, do good on the largest possible scale. That's uh, Sir Isaac Anderson. Um, that's a quote from the guy who founded Maryville College. So, you know, do an alma mater proud, hopefully. <laughs> what about you, you will, man? You always did as a player. You'll do the same as a coach. And uh, I guess for me this week, I think it was just trying to stay organized. I mean, with everything going on with the move and uh, doing this with obviously my family for the first time, my own spot, like it, it's been crazy to think about 
Obviously, it'll be nice when my girlfriend gets back into town. She'll be able to help out with the, the girls' touch, the, the decor right. stuff, like That's that. Right. So looking forward to that. But just trying to stay organized, trying to stay structured without losing my mind. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> Hey, that's so, not an easy thing to do. Moving is one of the most stressful times of the year. So glad you're getting that over with. No doubt, man. I don't, and I don't have to move. I get to, man. Like this is, yeah, yeah. This is super exciting. I'm, a, I'm the luckiest guy alive. I'm super blessed to be able to do what I do and be able to come out here. So no complaints about good things in 2023. 100%. Well, hey, man, I'm excited to bring Cam on. Um, I'll do a little intro for the boy before he hops on here. Um, University of Louisville relief pitcher. Uh, from Champaign, Illinois. That's kind of where mine and Cam's connection comes from, and he was gracious enough to hop on the podcast with us today. Cam, come on, man. How's it going? Thanks for having That's me. That's good, Cam. How we doing, bro? Uh, doing well, doing well. Enjoying the week, enjoying the off day, so no complaints over here. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, man, being a former college ball player, not at that level, but those off days are crucial. So <laughs> you got to enjoy them. On Easter on an off day to talk to us, bro. I got so much love for that. Appreciate you. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. No doubt, man. Well, hey, tell me this, bro. What'd you do this week for your mental health? You know, for me, so it was actually a, it was a pretty long week for me. I'm not going to lie. So we just got yeah. done with a, a two-week road trip. So it's nice to be back at home, you know, kind of get a few off. I think it's our second off day for the week, but, you know, be able to sit back, relax a little, just in our own, in our homes and stuff, kind of get back into the flow of school for the week. Uh, but for me, you know, a lot of stuff that I do is just like enjoying my time away from the field. Like, obviously I love being around the guys and stuff, but you know, that time where you just get to sit back and relax a little and, you know, kind of be just a normal college kid, <laughs> not the athlete part. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, it allows you to appreciate, I think, you know, the experiences and stuff that follow with it. So it's been a good week for me. I love that, man. You dropped a couple of nuggets. You know, we have like thousands of athletes that listen to this, obviously. And I think a lot of times our athletes and former athletes get wrapped up in that identity piece, right? Bro, <laughs> you can don't, and like all of our guests, you're modest already, man. You played a top <laughs> 25 division one program in the country. Um, yeah. you, you have an opportunity to compete for Omaha every year. So you're playing at the highest level. But it's easy to get really wrapped up in that. So it's refreshing to hear, like, getting back with your people, being a normal college student, getting back to your studies, doing things away from the lines. I think it's very powerful. Luke, go ahead. You know, 100%. Do you find that you make it an effort to make make friends with people outside the team? Or is that something that you focused on on your four or five years over at Louisville? Uh, you know, I've definitely, I've definitely tried to expand kind of my like groups that I hang out with and stuff, you know, obviously super close with the guys just because that's who you're with pretty much, you know, 90% of the 100%. day, 90% of the week and stuff. But it's nice to definitely have those friends outside of sports who kind of gives you a different perspective. Like I said a little earlier, like it just lets you, you don't really have to be the athlete like you are, but you're just being kind of a normal person, just enjoying the conversations and stuff. So it's definitely nice having, you know, the two different groups that I can interact with. 100%. No doubt. No doubt. Love that, Cam. And especially being an upperclassman, man, you're some of these guys, you know, young and old that are leaning on you, man. You know, you've been on top of this for a long time now. Um, I want to kind of backtrack a little bit. Um, obviously, 
with you being a senior right now, do you have an extra year next year still available? Uh, no, this, so this is my grad year. This is my last this, year. So, this be so it. enjoying it, enjoying it. it, that's for sure. So <laughs> probably, you know, probably try and get into coaching or something along those lines after okay. just to kind of like you guys are doing, just allow for people to get the same opportunities I did, you know, help out where I can. So definitely enjoying, enjoying the last dance, that's for sure. Bro, yeah. I could just tell, man, when you start talking how much you love doing this, but how much you know there's a bigger thing out there for you. Like, I oh, no, I think no. that's super powerful, bro. I think that's awesome. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's go to early life, Cam. So, Cam, I'm going to guess, bro, you played more than just baseball growing up. Yeah, tell me no, a no. little bit about your sports background, how you fell in love with sports as a kid. Yeah, so, you know, my dad played baseball in college and stuff. Mom's a teacher, so they were always big. Got him out. Where'd your pops play? Uh, he played at Aurora, Aurora uh -huh. College. So he, I went he to Rockford, nice. bro, same conference. <laughs> small small <laughs> yeah. world. But, no, he, uh, he pretty much – he got me to love the game. So they were always big on, you know, it didn't have to be baseball. It didn't have to be – you know, I didn't even have to play sports if I didn't want to. But got into baseball, basketball, soccer early on. You know, just loved, loved being able to go out there and play, just be a kid. Started, I'd probably say around high school, realized I was just doing baseball and basketball, but realized I had a different kind of desire for baseball. Still enjoyed basketball and stuff, but kind of saw that baseball was, you know, if I wanted to keep playing in college and stuff, it was definitely going to be that path. So kind of always loved baseball. You know, it's for me, any sport you know, just a sense of kind of competing and stuff. I love, I love that little thrill. So no, it's, it's been a fun journey so far. No doubt, man. No doubt. I think a lot of our athletes, they start off playing a lot of different positions. They see mom or pops going through it and <laughs> buddies that go through it. Awesome, man. Luke, I know you're queuing up with you. Oh, hundred percent. That's uh. when did you decide on the pitching aspect? Did you just, is that kind of the adrenaline part that you're talking about? I know relief pitchers, you get thrown into some tough spots sometimes. Was that yeah, kind of so the ideas? So I was actually, I was an outfielder going into high school uh, as a freshman, you know, our varsity team, we had some pitchers, but it was really starters and stuff. So I ended up getting called up as a freshman just because I was a guy that kind of threw strikes, could mix up speeds a little bit here and there. So in that summer, I kind of started focusing on pitching a, a lot more by sophomore year. I'd pretty much realized like that was the part of the game I loved, you know, having the ball in the hand pretty much being the one in control with, you know, what's going to happen. So, no, I love that thrill. There's nothing more exciting than, you know, running out of that bullpen and getting your team out of a, a cluster or something or shutting the game down. So, no, it's about as fun as it gets. 100%. Well, hey, man, uh, let's, let's talk about the mental health side of that a little bit. Um, a lot of our listeners struggle with competitive anxiety. You know, that's something that a lot of athletes go through. Was that something you ever had to struggle with or did you just kind of always take the moment in hand? Uh, I think for me, it was something that, it definitely took me a lot to get used to. You know, high school, there was the pressure of like, you know, one wanting, uh, wanting to go to college and trying to do everything perfect and, and be the guy that didn't mess up and stuff. And then ending up here, I mean, obviously top 25 program. So the stakes, stakes are raised like any given weekend. You got thousands of people yelling at you and stuff so I think it I think it took a little to definitely took a little to get used to you know dealing with all the different pressure how you react to you know when you do have your first bad outing in college or you're away from your family and all that so I I think one thing that helped me was having the older guys when I was here the guys who are older than me kind of 
you know, they did a great job of showing us the ropes. You know, we, we have a lot of resources on campus for people to talk to and stuff. Our coaches do a great job, you know, pretty much reinstilling that, you know, even though it's a lot of, it's a very competitive program, you're going to have all the attention on you. Like at the end of the day, you still have to be able to enjoy it and do what you need to, to be successful. So no, it's, it's definitely been, uh, it's been something I've enjoyed. A lot of opportunities, a lot of, a lot of learning from it. So awesome. No. I like that a lot. And knowing the area that you're coming from, right? I recruited out of that area as a college coach. I obviously grew up in Illinois, a little bit more north than you, but it's all good. <laughs> you know, you and, I'm gonna, and correct me if I'm wrong, man. You've always been the big fish, man. Like from high school on. So you get to Louisville, and I mentioned this already, Noah Snyder, knowing those guys. You get there, it's a big time program. You've had your share of ups and downs in betweens. What have you done when things weren't going your best? Every pitcher is going to struggle, man, from time exactly. to time. And I think, you know, kind of like you said, like being being like one of the top guys in high school and stuff, like you're, you can play on your travel teams and stuff where you got good competition too. But, you know, step on campus here and every single guy on the roster is a first team all state guy or Dogs. all American. Like, yeah, yeah, like you're not, you're not really just a big fish in the sea anymore. Plus, you're playing with, as a freshman, you're a 17 or 18 year old too going against, 22 21 year old so it's a there's a big big skill gap but I'd say you know it's kind of something that helped me was kind of just realizing who I am like obviously you develop in college and stuff but they recruit you to be the guy that they saw like you don't really have to change a whole lot like obviously you're going to put on your strength and stuff regardless but kind of realizing that you have your your skill set and that's what they saw value in and not really comparing it to everybody else. I think that was the biggest thing that helped me just knowing that no matter what it is, like you can serve your role on the team. And at the end of the day, it's going to make a difference. Luke, I love that, bro. I see you smiling over there. It's just coming down to two things, right? Like knowing that you're enough, bro, you've earned this, yes. you've kept progressing, you've kept putting the work in your skill set, how you play the game is enough at this level. You've proved it time and time again. Second thing, Comparison is the biggest thief of joy. And I think often our athletes and even people that work nine to fives in cubicles, bro, which I'm doing now, I'm not coaching anymore. You look at the guy or girl next to you and you're like, I want to be him. I want to be her. I want to get the pat in the back. But you can make sure your grass is green. I think that's a huge lot. No, I I couldn't agree more. You know, it's, that's something like we have a lot of, we have a lot of guest speakers coming and stuff. And it's, it's kind of like I said earlier, like reinstilling, like, whatever it is you're doing, like, be the best at that. Don't, don't look at the outside noises for us. It's like, you know, we lose a game here and there and our Twitter blows up, you know, we got fans from all over <laughs> saying this and that. So it's like, you control what you can. And once you're able to accept that, it's so much more enjoyable. I'd say, I'd say sideline quarterback, but I don't know what you would say for baseball. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some. Uh, some of our fans will be ruthless here and there, but hey, it's it's part of the joy. It's part of the joy of it, though. It's it's fun proving them wrong. So, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Well, I love that for sure. And uh, what I want to touch on next, you know, if you've listened to episodes which we touched on the prelude that you had before, you know, it's often a misconception that people look at someone where they're at but they don't understand kind of what they've gone through where they started how much pain how much they went through to get to where they're at we see cam robinson day 
a confident young man playing at the highest level. Tell me your keep going moment. I'd probably have to say for me, it was probably after my freshman year uh, of baseball in college that kind of, you know, it shined the light on it. Like I didn't have the best year. Um, you know, it was first year in college. So you're dealing with all the ups and downs of failing and stuff. I think it was kind of over that summer, went to play summer ball, you know, getting a call from, I think it was within two days, it was my parents and then the coaches. And it's, you know, we believe in you, like, no matter what you may be thinking, like, we're still trusting in you. Coaches pretty much saying, like, you're the guy. I mean, we recruited you for a reason. Like, you don't really have to be anything more than what you're trying to. So I think for me, that kind of, it just freed up a lot. It allowed me, I think for any athlete, it's a lot easier to be successful when you're just playing like a kid. You're not worrying about the outside troubles and stuff. Like you're just out there free of mind, being able to do what you love. And I think the second I was able to kind of accept that, it just made the game so much more, so much more easier and so much more enjoyable. I love that, man. And Andrea said that last week, uh, the volleyball player we had on, just going back to being, in that huddle as a college player and be like, I got to be that little girl again that fell in love with the game. And having that support group, which we touched on a lot of episodes, how much that plays a huge role with friends, family. Actually, I want to curveball this a little bit, if you don't mind. No problem. We got athletes that they think they don't have anybody to reach out to. They don't know who to reach out to. They haven't established that. Maybe things are tough at home or their friends aren't the best influences. What would be some advice for you being a D1 guy, being a proven athlete in this game? What would you say to, you know, men and women like that? I'd say for me, it's I'd look at I'd look at your close teammates like any those are the people you're spending most of your time with. So they they know you as a person. They obviously they enjoy getting to be around you. I think that's that's one of the best things we do here is kind of form our connections with each other, because then it's it's not a parent you're having to talk to. It's not a coach or something. It's just. It's somebody you trust who's going through the same things as you as well. So they're out there. I mean, if you're having a slump, they could be slumping too. So it's nice to nice to be able to share those perspectives with one another and kind of figure out what maybe they did that helped get them through it or what you're doing and sh- sharing ideas. I mean, that always helps. That's kind of what that's kind of what we roll with. Go ahead, Luke. Strength in numbers, my boy. hundred percent. I think it goes back to what you said from earlier, right? You learn from the older guys. Um you've got seniors on the team, you've got grad students kind of like yourself on the team that they've been through those ups and downs. They've been through the highs and lows and not everybody gets through those lows and back up to the high. Right. So if you, if you can find a guy that knows how to do that, that's something you got to learn from others. Right. Exactly. Cause you can see it. I mean, you guys see it through any sport. Like there's always those people who they're super talented and stuff, but the game just eats them up and they kind of, you know, from what I've seen, at least here's, guys who kind of try and keep it all inside and don't really, you know, try and seek help or talk it out with other guys. You know, that's the ones who it ends up eating you alive because you're just sitting there kind of, you know, I mean, it's, it's beating you up inside. So it's, it's a lot harder when you're not willing to, you know, talk about it and deal with the fact of it. But yeah, I think the, the older guys definitely help, help show the way and give you plenty of resources and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've always believed in the strength in numbers, man. Like everybody's 100%. going through something, and if you can be vulnerable, then somebody's going to be vulnerable back, and that's just a that just shows more power. I mean, more strength in the team for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's blessings, right, to have the friends, the teammates, the family. And if you don't have that right now, I love that point. 
go to someone like mine and that's doing what you want to do, man. Right, that's man. run that back, Cam. That's good stuff, man. Because yeah, the best way to yeah. learn. Yes, bro. Get with someone that is where you want to be, that has that drive that you can, he could, or he or she could help carry you at times and vice versa. Me and Luke talk about that with us all the time. Like we feed off each other right now. The dude's got half a throat going through this pot. You know, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I got a couple more things. I'll wrap us up. It is Easter. I want to be conscious of your time, man. I could be more appreciative. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. So I want to ask you two random things, actually. It's the first time <laughs> I've ever done this. Yeah, hit them with it. Give me your favorite NWA song, one. Ooh. And give me your favorite Office character, two. Oh, nice. I'd have to go with probably Express Yourself for the song. Okay. Banger of a song. And then, gosh, Office. I got to go with Ryan. Ryan cracked me up. That guy Are was, you really? That, really? Was, I thought he was a slept on character. <laughs> Very top tier comedy. Always, would always get a laugh out of me. That's All right. Sure. First iteration of Ryan or second iteration of Ryan? <laughs> Goatee Ryan or like first Ryan? <laughs> I think, I don't I think Goatee Ryan, like the, the part where so he too. was starting to get confident and stuff and he was doing his own thing. That, that would always make me crack up. I'm a gym guy. There's plenty yeah. of characters to pick from, but no uh, doubt. No doubt. Well, Cam, we appreciate you, bro. I gotta ask you one more thing. I'll let you skate. So I ask this to our guests all the time. If you had to go back and help, you know, and ask younger Cam or give Cam some advice, younger Cam Robinson, what would you tell your younger self? I think I think you kind of be like what I said earlier, like don't forget that it's still it's still a game like it's still it's still a kid's game no matter what it is like the best way I think to be successful in it is just enjoying it not putting too much pressure on myself at a young age you know thinking I had to be this perfect make the perfect play couldn't couldn't strike out couldn't give up a hit here and there like be able to deal with the the failure of the game and still still enjoy it I think that's the biggest thing I would have told myself Cam I love that man and and thousands of athletes are going to love your message today. Appreciate you taking the time. I know 100%. our listeners want to get in touch with you. Promote yourself, man. Where can our listeners find you? Go ahead with that. Uh, Instagram or Twitter. Anybody free to shoot me a DM, talk about anything. Obviously, I mean, like I said, five years of college, I've been, been through a lot, seen a lot, got to experience a lot of fun things. So anybody ever wants to reach out and talk, always open always free to talk so perfect anytime perfect we'll have that instagram and twitter in the bio um and dude i mean i just want to give you the props for grinding out five years at a top 25 d1 ball school that's not what many people uh there's not many people that can do that right and i think coming on here today and sharing a little bit of your story um it shows the maturity after those five years so i'm super proud of you man yeah, I appreciate it. And it was a pleasure to get on here and chop it up with you guys. Love what you guys are doing. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. And if you decide to get into coaching or anything in the baseball world after this, you got my number, you got Luke's number. I'd love to be a reference, help you anyway I could. Perfect. Looking forward to it. And best of luck to you guys with this. Hey, we'll best be luck with the rivalry series. Yeah. <laughs> yes, appreciate it. Appreciate I'm a big Cam Robinson fan after today. Yes. I was leading up, but you lived up to the hype, bro. We'll be cheering for you all the way to Omaha. All right, brother? Appreciate That's it. Right. Best of luck to y'all. Thank you. Appreciate, yes, you. appreciate you, Cam. Peace. 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 Luke, good stuff, bro. Good no, stuff. Unreal.
unreal. Anyone that um, comes on Easter and just brings the brings the fire, I'm all for. Really bringing the heat, bringing the heat. I don't know what Cam throws, but after that heat, it seemed like 98 or something down the middle. But, I love uh, it. Hey, man, a couple of things that um, we got to talk about before – actually, I'm jumping ahead of myself. I'm jumping ahead. I was super fired up on what Cam was saying because it goes in with our charity, right? You know what yes, about but earlier. instead of that, we, I know, you got got to hit the header. I know, I'm just super fired up on it after he said that. Hey, CNC yeah. and BNC, the homegrown design and apparel, we'll, we'll link the bio. Uh, we'll link their website in the bio. But, look, Cubs are probably going to go undefeated from today till the rest of the season. And I just know that's going to happen. So what better way to show my support than a custom coaster from homegrown design and apparel? I mean, Cubs in four, Pat, am I right? Uh, I don't care who we play, Luke. Not at all. It doesn't matter who we play, but no matter what your MLB team, no matter what your NFL team is, NBA, um, no matter what your team is, go get a, go get a custom uh, coaster. All right. Something to have on the coffee stand, something to have on the nightstand, something to just get you right. Okay. Appreciate y'all. No doubt. Shout out to CNC and BNC over at Homegrown Design Apparel. We appreciate you sponsoring and partnering with us. Luke, so I do want to go into our charity and social media shout out back to back. Which one do you want? Dude, let's do the charity, man, because it's all about what Cam was talking about, right? Um, uh, his keep going moment. Charity is words I wish I heard. Okay. Um, and the, the post that you sent me, Pat, right? The caption was, in case no one has told you lately, I'm so proud of you. And that's something that so many athletes can struggle with when they go to college their freshman year because they get taken out of their friend group. They get taken out of their support group. And like Cam said, right, his key goal moment was whenever his summer ball coach and his parents called him and they said, I'm still proud of you. I still believe in you, right? Dude, love that. And shout out to Ella and Keaton. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly, that, actually rock the gear in the post Stanford and UW commits respectively. So a lot of D one baseball and softball love on this pod head over to words. I wish I'd heard 60% of profit from the sweatshirt sales go back to mental health guys Amazing. jump on there, go get a sweatshirt. They're awesome. Support mental health, mental health matters. The awareness is at an all time high shout out to Keaton and Ella. D1 future rock stars. Awesome stuff. 100%. Luke, well, I will go in without it further ado. I'll go into our social media shout out of the week here. So I want to touch a little bit back to Morgan's message. One of our yeah. favorite accounts. Shout out everyone at Morgan's message with the human over athlete shirts across the country for lacrosse. We saw it over at St. Francis de La Salle's. I think it's how it's pronounced. Or is it the sales? The sales, I think. All right. But so we, know, I, hey, we know how I am with the pronunciation. <laughs> oh, it could be either or. But these shirts are real, dude. I'm going to have that in the show notes as well. But the human greater than athlete shirts across the country with the Morgan's message, 988, taking a shot at mental health on the back. Hey. 100%. I'm, I'm glad we got a high school involved, too. Oh, dude, why didn't our high schools do cool stuff like this? And oh, this is no, really no. sweet. But besides the point, shout out to Morgan's message, as always. Out, shout out to St. Francis, boys lacrosse, and everyone across the country ending the stigma on the field, court, and everywhere else. 100%.
Awesome. Awesome. Well, Luke, last thing, I do have our mental health question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and read that to you real quick. Hit me with it, brother. So Luke, I'm going to go with the Luke Wheat mailbag for this week's episode. Love it. What do I do if I'm worried about my mental health? Well, hey, man, I think that's actually a great place to be to get some help. Okay. Because a lot of mental health problems, we don't even think about them. Right. We kind of just let them fester, kind of like what Cam was talking about today. We kind of just keep them inside and we don't even think about them until it builds up and we explode. Right. If you're having the wherewithal to understand that you're having some problems, that's a great time to ask for some help. And that's what we would recommend you do. Right. Get with a trusted friend. Go to your parent. Um, Look at some online therapy. That's something that I've done over the years that makes it super convenient and super easy. A couple hundred bucks a month, probably, which I know is not you know, the cheapest, but there are some different ways to get funding for that. And there are some different ways to get that price knocked down based on income. Um, but yeah, man, I think worrying about your own mental health, actually, you know, it's not a great thing to have any problems, but it's a good spot to know that you're about to get some help. Couldn't agree more. And Kim hit the nail on the head. I'm so happy he shared that. Just getting with those like-minded people, getting with your teammates, you got 40 band rosters, 40 women rosters in some of these schools, depending on what sport, even if it's a smaller sport, 10, 15, 20, 25, they're all there chasing the same goal that you are. Compare and contrast, trial and error, talk to people about it. That conversation is becoming acceptable. It should be. It's what we should be doing. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. That, I mean, that's the whole reason why we're doing this, right? Just trying to exactly. get one person, right? Exactly, man. Well, hey, I'm super excited about the weeks to come. Uh, we got a Cole Jepsen interview coming up. We got Zach Jones, uh, coach from the MLB level, coming up as well. And uh, Luke, anything else before we wrap up today's Easter episode? Oh, buddy, I got a shout out, Pat. We had a couple of meetings. We'll keep going this week. And uh, I was super fired up on him and stoked to be in those. And of course, sickness hits at the worst time, but Pat steps up and takes him, takes my place in those, or not just takes my place, but takes the meeting by himself. And just, you know, is doing a lot of good things for the brand. And I can't be appreciative of you more, man. No, Luke, it's a team effort, bro. I love you like crazy. And, you know, it's, if we keep doing this, it's more we can help end the stigma, bro, impact as many lives as we can. And uh, we're blessed to have this platform. So if I don't say this enough, happy Easter to you and yours. Hope you guys are enjoying everything when this comes out, either tonight or tomorrow morning. And uh, Luke, above all else, man, keep going, brother. I love you. Got to keep going. Love you, buddy.